Who's are picking up the slack there's no case too big no case too small when you need help just call ah rescue rangers ba da ba ba rescue rangers da 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 rescue rangers disney's rescue rangers not even close tuesdays at 8 a.m mind gap podcast Gap, I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And you just heard a soulful rendition of a cartoon theme song. <laughs> Wholly accurate, too, I might add. Yes. If you look it up, you will find exactly what we you know what? Here's a good here's a here's a bit of trivia. Was that us singing? Or mm. was that us playing a YouTube video of the actual intro to the uh, the show? Yeah. That's a good question. World may never know. The world po- post your guesses on our social media. Let's do it. Let's post damn. Guesses. <laughs> Hashtag post them. Post them. Post them. If you if you you could post them on social media, you could post them, <laughs> or you could just come on down to Elephant and Castle. I noticed that you. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. I was like, I noticed you. You, you dropped a little. You post them. You kind of have to say it that way. You post them. You got. You could. You could post them, or you could come down to ENC Lounge, Elephant and Castle, one eighty five North Wabash, oh, corner of Lake and Wabash, yeah. where we record all the goddamn time. Yeah, so and not only is it just like, you know, so much fun here at Elephant and Castle. This is where uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, actually the first season and a half was animated in this bar. This is where it was conceived. Yeah. Sexually. Absolutely. In this bar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's where Chippendale realized that they were more than just Rescue Rangers. They were real at that point in time. Yeah. They met the real world. So, guys, Elf and Castle, 185 North Wabash. Uh, they have happy hour every day, and they have snack and shiz. I think, it's, I think they have sociable every day. Whatever. It's a sociable happy hour. <laughs> Fucking PC culture. And <laughs> I don't know what that means. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so every day they have snack and shiz, or basically anything that's uh, $11 or, or less is essentially half off. So uh, they have a lot of great stuff. It's not essentially half off. It's half off. It is half off. It's really good stuff. Uh, they also have daily specials for drinks uh, Mondays. You've got uh, one and done Mondays where a specialty craft beer, keg of beer, is tapped. Mm. And they pour it until it's gone and glasses are only $3 each. And they rotate the kegs and the beer every <clears> week. <throat> so you never know what you're going to get. Truly, and I, I don't say this jokingly. An insanely awesome deal. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. Get like, to try something you unique find and fun. don't find stuff like that that often around the city. You yeah. find great deals, but that's a really fucking cool deal. Yeah, really cool deal. Tuesdays. 10 up Tuesdays. We're all 10s are 25% up. Justin, what's a 10? It's a fun word to say. Woo! 10. 10. Backward, it's knit. Oh, knit. <laughs> Tinny knit, 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 10. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like I went back in time to 1985 in Missouri. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tins are a can of beer. <clears throat> That's right. All are, cans yeah. of beer are 25% off. On Tuesdays, uh, you got Wine Down Wednesdays where bottles of wine are half off and glasses of wine are a dollar off. Goose Down Thursday, all drafts and bottles of Goose Island beers are 25% off. And, of course, for you brunch fuckers, uh, they've got brunch. <laughs> 
They got brunch on the weekends. Also, $5 mimosas and Bloody Marys. So come on down. 185 North Wabash, Elephant and Castle. It's an awesome place. We love it, and you should love it too. And you will. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It'll make you want to fuck brunch. And I'm sure it'll be great with the World Cup going on. I'm sure they got a pretty hot crowd for that as well. So great yeah. place to watch some sports. This is a place you want to come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to watch the World Cup. To conceive. To uh, yeah. rescue Rangers. Uh, so I want to do a, a shout out right at the top of the <clears throat> top of the key here. All right. Because first of all, I want to thank you know we take a moment to thank the people that interact with us. Yes. Uh, on a regular basis, I want to shout out to our super fan Wayne. Wayne has been a longtime fan who has been you know. Very blunt about our failures, and I appreciate that because that feedback is needed. It's needed. He's he is our uh, he's oh I had this last week and I can't even remember. He's our Tony Reale, uh to our uh, pardon the interruption. He is our he Tony Reality, and we appreciate that. <coughs> and uh, Wayne, you're the best. Thanks for listening and always giving us the feedback. Hag Nahigian, always yep. a regular listener. He's a great guy. He's always, uh, you know, chiming in on different stuff. Uh, he, you know, thank you, Haig. And more recently, uh, I want to reach out uh, to... <clears throat> well, also, Officer Brock. Oh, you, li- you, mean, you mean Lieutenant sorry, Brock? Lieutenant Brock. Lieutenant Brock. Cannot Hopefully someday to be Brock. Chief Brock. <clears throat> yes, and yes. then, you know, Chancellor Brock. Chancellor, and then Lord Brock. Right, and yeah. then, I mean, Space Commander Brock, I think, is after that. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. And then Jedi Brock. Naturally. Yes, because, yeah. guys, Lieutenant Brock knows, all right? And... Lord willing, we'll have him as a guest. Yes. Hopefully soon. Uh, always, always a pleasure. And to everyone else who listens, who's the silent folks who listen and enjoy it, we appreciate you guys listening. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean Willis out in Polo, Illinois. Just had a lovely conversation with him over the weekend where he was like, we were talking about our pod- my podcast for 10 minutes. I was like, God damn, this is kind of wild and cool. And he was really uh, enjoying the podcast. So, Sean, thank you for listening. And uh, more importantly, just recently we had a, a nice young gentleman by the name of Jared and I hope I say your last name correct, Urbis? You did not. Urbas? Sure. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Jared, I'm just going to assume you didn't say it correctly. Probably not. Uh, you know, uh, Jared Urba. Um, I want to say, hey, uh, he reached out to us and said that he started listening because of the, uh, the, the Review Universe podcast we had with uh, Chris Miller and Steve Leishman. I think I got it right that time. Probably. Because uh, he's, 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 the, he's the reason why we got to feast on Vegemite and Tim Tams. Yep. He was the one that supplied that stuff. And uh, he wrote us a very nice message, reached out, said he enjoyed uh, – he listened because of Chris and Steve, so thanks to those guys. Um, and he's listening to more, and he's really enjoyed it. And so, Jared, thank you for sending us such a nice message. It was really great to, to, to have that uh, the feedback and that interaction, so thank you. And I, we hope everything is going well for you in Australia. Yeah, because I know outside the door at one right now is just <coughs> a horde of spiders ready to attack. Right. So be safe, keep listening, and mm-hmm. – Remember, dynamite – has a very big blast radius. And remember, dynamite sounds very much like Vegemite. It does. Coincidence? I don't think so. Uh, so, yeah. That being said, thanks to everyone who listens. It's always a pleasure. We love hearing from you. So, please, keep it coming. Yep. We appreciate it. Keep, keep the listening coming. Keep the listening coming. Keep the comments coming. We appreciate it, man. It's always yeah. good to hear from, from you folks. Because sometimes, you know, it feels like you're, uh, we're doing this in a vacuum. You know, and so when I hear people be like, hey, I just listened to that. That was great. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. That's right. People listen to this. Yeah, I'm there's like, a oh, cool. It is because, I mean, when you're when you're sitting down here in the in the beautiful ENC lounge, uh, you know, some people walk up, look in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have guests on. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times it is just the two of us. And it, it's easy to forget that we do have it, this is going out into the ether. Yes. And it's being consumed. So, uh, yeah. It, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So that being said, uh, Justin, how was your weekend? You went on a very special trip. <clears throat> I did go on a special trip. Uh, Drew and I went up to uh, Burlington, Vermont, 
Um, specifically, we went to Winooski, Vermont, Winooski. which is the uh, town that borders uh, Burlington. Their their neighboring towns. Um, and we did a uh, the Winooski Partnership for Prevention was a nonprofit organization up there, um, and they specifically help uh, kids, uh, the, the community specifically kids um, uh, with addictive substances oh, and cool. not uh, partnership for prevention. They prevent them education and all that uh, community events and uh, after school things uh, to help kids stay away from and not get addicted to different substances, cool. specifically uh, nicotine and alcohol, but it can go out into actual drugs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a pretty big, um, uh, from what we had learned, uh, it's prevalent up there in, in, in those two cities, uh, the, the nicotine and the alcohol and a lot of kids when they're talking to them uh, in the after school um programs and stuff like a lot of the kids that were saying I see seven eight nine ten times a day just on my walk to or from school people using you know some sort of either nicotine or alcohol on the street or drugs or whatever and so this is a very needed uh nonprofit organization up there so we went up and did a little little video for them kind of uh what 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 they are what they do what they're about we talked we interviewed two of the kids we interviewed one of the interns they had there very, very lovely people. The kids were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the kids, uh, Lucas, was uh, he? He's right. He, if he ever came to Chicago, we'd have him <laughs> on because he's just a little nerd, and I, I loved oh, him so, so cool. hard. And then this other girl um, that we interviewed, and I am completely blanking on her name right now. She, if you want to feel bad mm-hmm. at 34, 35 years old about your life, mm-hmm. talk to a 15-year-old f- who's got her whole life figured out. Oh, wow. And, like, has her shit together. Wow. This girl was so on top of shit. Yeah. I was like, what have I done with my life? Right. She, we asked her, one of the questions that she was asked is, uh, what do you, basically, in so many words, what do you want to do when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Or what kind of college are you looking for? And she's like, well, I want to go to a smaller college. Uh, maybe somewhere local, definitely smaller, so that I can, you know, really I don't get lost in the shuffle. I can, I can uh, explore myself and kind of figure out who I am and and wow. where I, what I'm about, and what I want to do. Damn! I was like, that is the most self-aware. At 15, wow. all I was thinking about was what movie am I going to see this weekend? Yeah. Are we going to go to the? We're going to hit the pool up. Yeah. When I was thinking about colleges, at you know, 16, 17. Like, do I have to? I was like, either A, do I have to, or B, like, what would a fun school be to go yeah, right? to? Everyone else that we were there with was like, I was thinking of what school would be the best party school. Yeah. Not, I'm going to go somewhere where I can really explore myself and find sure. out who I am. This girl was insane. I loved wow. her so much. So when that video comes out, we'll, we'll try to post it up somewhere. Yeah. It's just... It's cool to go to a small town and, first off, beautiful countryside. Yeah. Like Vermont, I was, was driving through there. I wanted just an extra day hmm. to just park and send the drone up mm-hmm. and just get all these sweeping, gorgeous landscapes. Yeah. So beautiful up there. Um, and their syrup, exquisite. Nice. It's just, it, they put it in everything. Oh, I love it. There you go. I had uh, a chicken and waffle sandwich up oh, there with syrup slathered nice. on it. Nice. Dude, so Ooh. good. But- with this lovely community, uh, you know, with with this beautiful backdrop, it was just a, a really wonderful weekend. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's funny you brought up like someone who's like really self aware. Like uh, the other day, uh, we have interns at my work, and uh, this one girl came by and was asking me questions because they do an intern project. Like their whole internship culminates with the project, and she was asking Steffi. me some questions. Sorry. Steffi was her name. There you go. And uh, this girl was asking me some questions, and I was just blown away by how. 
Like she she was really considering. Like she had written her questions down, but she would ask them. But then she, based on my responses, she would then ask additional follow up questions and probing questions. Nice. Like if I didn't, she and I was like, oh wow. So she's like genuinely trying to figure this out, and she was very thoughtful. I was like, yo, you're gonna be a senior, like. <laughs> You interested in a job here? Like, what's going on? Like, right. this, this is really good stuff. Like, I was very impressed. Yeah, it reminds me. I need to go talk to someone. And be like, yo, she's fucking good. Yeah, at what dude, she yeah. does. Like, she's really, really bright. So, I was very impressed. I think a lot of people give. Again, we've talked about this, but a lot of people give the millennial or even Gen Z. I guess whatever, yeah. whatever, wherever they are, the millennial or the one after them. Mm-hmm. Give them a lot of shit because they're lazy and they're whatever. They're. I still argue that they are in some ways way more together than than we ever were in yeah. our in our generation whatever you want to consider us yeah they just there there's there's an awareness there's a again they may have they things have changed times have changed so what may have uh, been considered maturity back in the 30s 40s 50s which is let's go get a factory job let's go work hard yeah. let's go do this there's a different kind of maturity there's mm-hmm. more of a self-aware maturity yeah. that these kids now possess that I don't think any generations prior has possessed yeah not to mention that you gotta think about you know there's an exhibit that's opening up at the Museum of Contemporary Art called um, oh shit what's it called it's something we were raised on the internet I think it's okay. what it's called and I was like Interesting because for a lot of these kids, life with high-speed internet has existed the whole their whole lives. Yeah, it's, it's been a part of their existence the whole time. Yeah, and how does that shape somebody? That instant access to information, you know, and not only that, but just like news and, and fake news, right? And vitriol and all anonymity, and yet amazing, funny. Like uh, loving, like amazing creations and stuff like that. They have access to all that, and they grew up with that around it all the time, twenty four seven, with a device in their pocket. Right. They can talk to and communicate to people. They can meet brand new people instantaneously. Like, how does that shape someone's behaviors and outlooks and things? Like, it's it's really no wonder. Like, there's a gap between them and like absolutely even to, to, to Gen X or you know or the or the boomers like yeah. how the fuck are those two types of people going to talk to each other absolutely and communicate yeah. where they're like yeah I got this and they're like yeah I was completely different from my life like right. of course there's going to be conflict yeah well even even with my uh, even with my mom sometimes like I'll, yeah. I'll I'll be going over something and you know there's a I would say there's less of a gap between our Again, whatever we're on that cusp generation. We're in that weird spot yeah. where sometimes we're considered millennials and sometimes we're Gen X. Right. And I don't know what we are, but, but I kind of lean more towards millennial. But that's just kind of how I feel. Sure, but I mean, there's there is even with with us a boomer and whatever we are considered, there is uh, there are times when she be like, "You're going too fast for me. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you you have, you've got to slow down." I think of my niece, who's you know. Uh, 14, 15, mm-hmm. 13, whatever, 13 to 15, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And she, like, the the speed with which her and her friends move, I mean, again, even even so much so her and her grandfather, my father-in-law, mm-hmm. just, yeah. it's it's night and day. It's yeah. absolute night and day. So, yeah, if you're employing someone like that, you can understand why you're going to be upset with these kids because they just operate differently. And, and that's that, what, it's not yeah. better or worse. It's different. And, and you can see why they would also feel frustrated. Absolutely, With like, oh, yeah. they're not loyal. They just get up and go. I'm like, yeah, because they're looking for something. They're ready to go. Right. Like, they want to have stuff that and people, well, they want instant gratification. I'm like, no, they live in an environment where that's everywhere they are. Yeah. 
So for them to come to an environment that's based around older generations. Absolutely. That operate in a different level. And that's why you keep seeing these things that's like, you know, how can the workforce prepare for millennials? Or how can they adapt? Or what's it like? What can, how can all these generations work? Because they're operating at a different level. Yeah. You know, where it's like, you know, I worked with someone that was a millennial and, and she was so bright and yeah. so fast. And she was just, I was like, she's not going to stay here long. And yeah. she didn't because she was just like, Fuck this shit! I'm out. Like she had other things to do, and I, I've, you know, I've kept track of her on on LinkedIn, and she's just fucking going, going, going. I'm like, good for you. Like, yeah, that's yeah. so great. Like that's an amazing thing to be able to do that. I was like, her environment does not allow for that. Like, right. you know, that's why pe- people are like, oh, you know, they said they want a soda fountain or they want some sort of special. I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, dude, they're looking to fucking kill this thing. They're looking to go out there. They want to get a job. Yeah, they want to do all this sort of stuff. They have expectations and everything like that. And, and, and to see. A f- or to hear about a 15-year-old who's like, I want to go and I want to learn about myself or to see this intern who's just like really thoughtful about these complex business and human yeah. uh, issues and complications and problems that we're having within our organization. You know, I'm just in her to have like kind of like diagnose it and like kind of wrap her head around. I'm like, good. F- wherever you go, fucking they're going to be lucky to have you. Yeah, absolutely. And that excites me to see that because I'm like, nice. We've got someone who's who's like – and I look at that, I was like, man, and this poor girl's going to get an entry-level job somewhere where she's probably going to be, like, miserable yeah. for a little bit <clears throat> because yeah. even though she has some pretty good skills, she hasn't, quote-unquote, proven herself yet. Well, and if you – which, that's a whole other <laughs> whole bag, bag of shit of that kitty we, cats. Could, yeah, we could open up. But I look at uh, our, our good buddy, Sydney Davis Jr. Jr. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. And just how – how much she's churning out and the content she's creating and, and just the hustle she's got. And it's, she doesn't stop. It's go, 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 go. And she's just nonstop churning this stuff out. But again, it's because it's the invite, you know, she's a few years younger than we are and it's the, it's how she was raised, you mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. just, that's the mentality that she was raised in. And, yeah. and it's, it, it is evident in the hustle that she's got with what she wants to yeah. do. And I'd also say like, there's there's also a lot of similarities in these generations. We're just we're operating. All the generations are operating at sort of different landscapes. Like there's always going to be lazy fuckers in every generation. Absolutely. And there's always going to be hard workers in every generation. Yes. There's going to be innovators. Yes. There's going to be fucking thieves. There's going to be goddamn uh, con people. Like there's going to be all sorts of stuff in every generation. Right. It's the, it's the the field in which they're playing is just going to be slightly modified. Absolutely. And how they do it. So when They might I, look different. Sure. Like they may present in a different way, but yeah. if they're still there. The baby boomers were considered lazy pieces of shit because for the first time in forever, if ever, there was free time. Right. And they're like, what are you doing? You're going to go down to the soda shop? Right. To the sock hop and listen to rock and roll? Fuck right. you. Summer of love? You're going to spend four days out in a field naked listening to music? Hippies. Yeah. Yeah, hippies. Yeah, and, 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 and coming from a generation where they worked at a job for 40 years and then retired, the idea of taking a summer and going listening to fucking music for three days? Right. Like, no way. Right. Absolute lazy pieces of shit. Right. And then <laughs> that generation grows up, you know, under every... And that's why I'm like, can we just <laughs> take a moment to consider that we're all pretty much the same? It's just a little bit different landscape. Absolutely, like, yeah. chill out. Right. Relax. Chill the... Fu- yeah. There's something that that was int- I, I heard someone and I can't remember it was someone along the line of like an Elon Musk mm-hmm. or a um, Tim Cook or someone Bill Gates Steve Jobs someone in that in that realm and they had they had said that the reason that innovation is in jeopardy and they were saying that it's not they weren't blaming uh, like the millennials are the problem. They're, they're saying that the reason that innovation, they believe innovation is in jeopardy is that because people aren't bored anymore. 
And I, I hmm. thought that was an interesting, and I kind of wanted to get Ooh. your take on that. And I, I, I realized Ooh. after I heard that quote, I realized, and I think it was my wife who brought that quote up to me. Um, I realized that how often I look at my phone for no reason. Oh yeah, where I'll slide, mm-hmm. I'll swipe between the screens where my apps are. I've got three three screens, uh, three screens worth of apps, and I'll just mindlessly go back and forth through going. Uh, which one do I want to open or is there any notification, no notification? Like, it's just mindless. There's no, yeah. you don't, no one, it's hard nowadays to have, to just sit and be bored because you don't have to be bored. Yeah. And a lot of people posit that uh, the best innovation, the most creative, where your mind, where you're bored and your mind has to come up with something and think and and create something from nothing and, and oh, well, that's an interesting thought. What if I ran with that and, well, I wonder if I could do, well, hold on, let me write this down or let me grab this piece of wood and make this thing. And that's where all that, like the truly innovative uh, ideas have come from yeah. is boredom. I think that's true for me. Um, I found myself uh, daydreaming less these days. I, yeah. Coming up with my stories that I normally do. Um, You've had some fucking wicked stories. Uh, I got to keep just flushing them out. I try to write on them every now and again. Um, but like I, I guys one day, I promise you we are going to produce one or all of Doug's <laughs> stories as to state and it, you're going to get, you're going to get your, your nuts blown off. Yeah, maybe even we'll if see. you don't have nuts, you're going to get your lady nuts <laughs> blown off. <laughs> but I, I found myself nowadays, like on my train commutes, like I occupy my time on my phone, which I'm like, absolutely. Because part of it is like I've been watching like um, stuff on Netflix yeah. and and things like that. Or like, oh, you guys got to check this out or check that out. I'm like, well, this is this is the time to do it. But you know, lately I've gotten to the point. Most very recently, like within the past week or so, I've just been on the ride home, just putting my phone away and just like listening to music, yeah, or listening to a podcast and just focusing entirely on that and, and just being like. And there's times where I'll actually uh, on the like I went when I was again when I was traveling, mm-hmm. I had a lot of time in the uh, the airport boarding and not. I made a, a very cogn- um, uh, a very aware point of putting my phone away, not having headphones on, mm-hmm. and truly trying to like trying to get to the point of boredom and yeah. I was just trying to just did was there a conversation I was overhearing did mm-hmm. I notice someone acting kind of funny or like oh that's oh weird like they dropped food and ate it that's weird mm-hmm. like it's anything just to kind of like notice your surroundings and truly be immersed in that and not have anything pulling your attention away it yeah. was it was difficult I had to yeah. actively work to not touch my phone yeah it was and it was the weirdest thing but I'm glad I'm starting to have that self-awareness like yeah. even on the train like not listening to a podcast on the way home or while I'm walking and just really like just kind of observing and listening to the street music and the noise of the, and the people mm-hmm. arguing and this and that. And it's, it's kind it's, I'm starting, it's starting to become refreshing, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm almost to the point where I'm feel comfortable enough to leave my phone at home for yeah. maybe a day or something and mm-hmm. just see what the thought actually gives me anxiety to, to leave my phone where I'm not touching it. Like yeah. that thought I'm like, Oh, but what if, and you get this, what if something happens? What if someone needs to contact me? What if I miss an email? What if I miss a text? What if someone calls mm-hmm. seven times yeah. and I can't answer just because they want to know if I wanted to get lunch? Yeah. Like, it's it's a very weird uh, obsession that we've created for ourselves. See, I don't worry about leaving my phone behind. I'm be like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Leave it. Like, I, I have no problem with it. Um, but since I have a child, uh, it's pretty important. Things, things are different. That I yeah. have it. Uh, but even then, I'm like, dude, my phone is... Yeah, but people used to not... 
Yeah. Children survived prior to that. It's true, but like, it's us. you don't have to have it. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It's just a situation like if, too. If, where if cell phones went dark yeah. tomorrow, children would live, mm-hmm. businesses would chug along, like yeah. the world would continue to turn. Yeah, albeit more slowly, but it would continue to turn. It's a fear because Jill and I both work in the city. Mm. Our child's out in the suburbs, sure. and it's like, of course, I could still call my work phone, although I wouldn't answer it because I don't use my work. Because you're like, what is this? Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> People are like, I tried to call you. I'm like, don't. Come find me or email me. That's the best way to reach me. Don't, right, right. don't call my office. Don't do that. Um, I, my new goal is to find your office number and call it incessantly. You, I'll never answer. It's perfect. It's simple as that. I just want it to ring. There's no reason for anyone to call me. That's right. why I don't answer. Um, and <laughs> probably not a good thing, but still, I'm like, fuck it. Uh, but yeah, like I don't have no problem leaving my phone behind. I'm like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And uh, I've just been, I get consumed by games. And there's this game I'm playing called Marvel Strike Force, yep. which is awesome. And I fucking love it. <laughs> Uh, but and it occupies my time really well and stuff like that. Uh, but it, it's it's one of those things where I'm also conscious that when I'm around Natalie, that I don't fuck around on my phone. Sure, yeah. Like I was, I've gotten to the point where now when I'm with her, it's phones, it phones away, yeah, and everything like yeah. that, because I want to focus with her. I and, feel uh, the same kind of way with when I'm out walking on a very different level, obviously. Sure. But when I'm out walking, Abby, like, yeah, because like I'm like, there's no reason to. She'll bring the ball up and then lay down because mm-hmm. I'm not paying attention. And I'm like, fuck, it's not fair. Hey, it's not fair to her. Like, she's cooped up in the house and she needs to get exercise. Yeah. You know, go let her run around, throw the ball, be in the moment. But also, again, enjoy outside. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to be in your phone. So, you know, throw the ball, look around, watch people, enjoy yeah. the, the air and everything. You well, know? that's the thing, too, is uh, Jill sent me an interesting article about uh, parents who, if they're messing around with their phones, they have less patience when they're interrupted than otherwise because they're trying to do something and then if the child interrupts or something like that they're just like because they're trying to do something they're being interrupted and i'm like yeah i get that way really bad and also i just don't want natalie to see us just oh it's family time on the couch we're all on our phones right right or you're at dinner when she grows up and she's on her right right we 100 dinner time is always between jill and i before we even had natalie we're like phones nope we're not doing that we will never be out to eat when we're on our phones if anything we check it real quick but right. pff, we are not on that shit. Yeah. I refuse. Refuse. I was on the train home. I think it was last week after the podcast. And these six high school kids got on there. And they crammed into these two seats. And all six of them were on their goddamn phones <laughs> for the whole ride home. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. You know, part of them were like, hey, look at this. Or, hey, look at that. But they were all on their fucking yeah. phones. I was like, Jesus. Like, and I'm not judging them. But it's just like, I don't want that. Right. I don't want that. And I'm not some fucking self-righteous martyr or you know whatever hero or anything like that but there's just certain things where natalie's already being like i want the ipad and i just look at her and i go no right you can't have it or if you do you get it for a certain amount of time and we take it away like more often than not just out of principle i'm willing to, i just don't want her to have it part of it is because she goes down these weird youtube rabbit holes and dude children's shit on there is fucking weird well you read all those articles yes. about how they now have like they've hired thousands of moderators to to actually human go through watch and physically remove or flag or yeah. take down all sorts of really weird shit i didn't realize it had become such a problem on youtube oh my god personally what, what they I call didn't... it they called it like kitty gate or something like that i can't remember yeah was, or child gate or something like that it was awful it was and it was right on the heels of uh the uh the fleeing of the advertisers yeah uh, from because yeah. of the other what, what did they call it? that that was um ad uh apocalypse yeah yeah it was right on the heels of that and that Got people to, to to flee even more. What do you remember? Did you read any of the oh, articles? Oh yes, I'm sure you did. Yeah. What were what were some of the 
Was it just like, was it suggestive stuff? It was, was it fucked up stuff. So what would happen is... Because arguably kids' cartoons nowadays are fucking weird. No, that, that, you, there's, there's a level of weird than there's this shit. Where, first of all, I would love to meet these content creators and just punch them. Really? As hard as I can. Really? Because it's 100% deceptive stuff yeah. to get views and to uh, earn money. Yeah. Because what they would do is they would tag their videos with a search engine algorithm like keywords yeah. like Elsa, right. Frozen, Spider-Man, they put the, the Joker. Up. Yeah. And they would be and the thing is like they would show up like recommended videos or they just be on autoplay and the problem is and part of this is also on the parents as yeah. well. And this is why when Natalie's on the iPad, we sit with her and we just watch because the videos will just be on autoplay. Or they'll just Natalie just sort of hits the recommended stuff. Yeah, and and then these videos come up, and then based on what she hits there, a different selection comes, and then she starts hitting. Before you know, it, we're like, where the fuck are we on YouTube right, right now? Right. But the problem is, we got to the weird part again. I'm like, what is this? But they would be like people dressed up like Elsa or Spider Man or the Joker, and there'd be just very. I'm trying to think of the right word to say it, but it'd be like uh, Spider-Man's pooping on Elsa, like live action stuff. Wait, like or, so it's a dude in a Spider-Man suit pooping on a doll of Elsa? No, pooping on a girl dressed like Elsa. Or they would be Wait, like, so these, like so, live actors. So live, actual, like fecal, like scat porn, basically. I don't know if it was really scat, but it would be like, it, it was, I don't know if they'd actually be pooping, but it would be like the act of it, like, you know, oh, Spider-Man's going to poop on Elsa's face. And it's just, or like, uh, they would be like, they would have cartoons uh, that would, um, they were made to look like legit car- cartoons where horrible things would happen. Like a school bus of kids would uh, like drown or something like that. Jesus Just, Christ. Or, you know, some of their beloved characters, they would be quote unquote parodies of the stuff where horrible things would happen to these characters. And the thing is, they had lots of views, but little engagement. Yeah. Meaning that kids were just watching, it was playing through, and they weren't engaging. So it was right, just one of those right. things where it's like, your kids gonna be like, "Oh, Frozen! I'm gonna click on this. Ooh, Spider-Man! I'm gonna click on this." It was just really fucked up videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was either done just they just were doing it, and it was like the idea that children were innocently watching this, not understanding it. See, that's the thing is, if Natalie wants at some point to watch fucking Twenty Eight Days Later, fine. But it, you're gonna be old enough to watch it, where right. you're gonna understand what the hell's happening. I don't want you to watch something that's terrifying because you don't understand the concept of what's happening. Exactly. If she's nine years old and she's mature enough to handle that, we can fucking watch that. I don't care. But the thing is, it's just like I've seen too many times where these kids watch this and they're missing the point because the movie's not made for that age. Right. Right. They're made for an adult audience. Right. Where they can watch this shit and they can understand all the nuances the to it. Subtext and everything. Whereas kids are like, "Oh, I saw the movie Aliens and these aliens were eating people and stuff was bursting out of their chest and there was, so, yeah, there's more at stake here and there's more themes and stuff that they don't understand. I want to make sure that they understand it. Same thing, like. You know, watching a video just to hear the swear words. Right. I don't give a right. shit if, if Natalie swears. <clears throat> At least not right now, I don't. Maybe I was it'll g- change. I was going to say... But here's the thing. What's the also, worst that's going to happen? Also, where where is she? Well, that's the thing, too. <laughs> if she swears in the right way, I'm okay with it. Right. Like, for example... Like, if she, you know, <laughs> drops something and says, fuck, I'm like, cool, you're using it in the right way. Or, you know, whatever. You get context, kid. All you know, right. That's the All thing. Right. Is like, if she's going to get... If the worst that's going to happen in her school life is that she sure. gets reprimanded for swearing at school, I'm going to be okay with right. that. Look, I don't want to promote it. Lord knows I did. You know? <laughs> or I'll say this much. Like, look, save that for home. Sure. Okay? Yeah. 
Like my parents, like I still don't even swear around my parents now. It was just like something that was very taboo. We don't do yeah, it. Yeah, this yeah, day, yeah. I don't even think I've ever heard my parents say fuck like ever. Yeah. So t- I respect that to a d- degree, but at the same time, I'm like, look, dude, I swear. Right. Like, and I do, and I do a pretty good job around her now for the most part. But I'm like, look, you know, it's Jill's family. They fucking swore up a storm all the time. Yeah. F-bombs here and there. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah. And when you're younger, like, that's a giant thing you don't do is you don't swear. I don't fucking care. Like, right. It's one of those things where I'm like, look, don't do it just to do it. Use it right. Right. Do it the correct way. Right. And there's a time to do it because there's a time where it's fucking hilarious, too. Yeah. There's other times where it's like, hey, no, we don't do that. Now right. is not the time. At your graduation you know, speech, this is not the time to call someone a cunt. Like, right. don't do that. Like, What's up, like, twat fucker? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Like, we pull back, pull back. Right. Like, there's a time and place. So yeah. learn to do but it the right way. if you're playing a rousing game of basketball, yeah, and you right. go, hey, fuck knuckle. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Nice, nice fucking shot. Right. <laughs> you know? You dildo. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's there's times and places to do Sure. But I, what know. other swears can we use in this example? Uh, I don't know. You fucking dragon's breath douchebag. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That one was for you, Pat. Fuck you, um, jizz monkey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Uh, won't you take a ride on my suck stick? <laughs> that seems pretty good. I like this game. That was from the league. I can't take credit okay, for that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I, I, and so to see all this stuff happening on on YouTube, and you know, recently like Natalie was watching some stuff, and there was a lot of ca- oh, first of all, it's the same fucking like nursery rhyme songs. It's like <laughs> Father Finger, Father Finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am. How do you do, Mother Finger? And it's just oh my god, it's just this song over and over. And the thing is, like Natalie will oftentimes just restart <laughs> the. The video, and I'm like, ah, oh, take this away from her. This is annoying. Right, right. Um, so, like, there's just weird things, and it's, like, counting and colors, but then all of a sudden you've got, like, these aliens, but they're really weird-looking, like, uh, animations of these yeah. aliens. Before you know it, like, we're counting spiders, and the spiders are changing colors, and at one point as they're counting, I heard, like, a woman go, ah. Uh. I was like, what was no. that? Like, it's in the background, yeah. like, there's a sound effect, and Jill's like, what's that? I'm like, that's going away is what yeah. that is. Um, so eventually I actually looked up YouTube kids. I deleted the YouTube app. I got YouTube kids. Oh, nice. And I was like, nice. you can watch this. So this it's a is- very specific app that only allows like curated videos to and go through. YouTube, it. YouTube is very specific. Like, look, something may slip through. Right. Please report it when you find it. Right. So I was like, they're like, we're not guaranteeing that this is 100%. Sure. Whatever. But it's for the most part curated much yeah, better. Yeah. So it's like just for kids. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm like, you can, we can watch that now. Right. There's a lot more stuff and there's a lot more things like Itsy Bitsy Spider. And I don't worry about something weird sneaking in there quite as much. I still, I'm very much a proponent of, I'm not going to be a hawk. And watching everything that Natalie does, but I want to be aware of what she is. I don't want to be the person's like, yeah, turn on the TV and I'm gonna go uh, outside. See ya. Like, I, like I want to. <laughs> I hope you never become I was, that person. I was struggling because I was like, <laughs> I was gonna go work out. I'm like, who the fuck are we kidding? I'm not gonna go work out. Uh, I'm gonna go buy some French onion dip. I'm gonna go do some push-ups. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm gonna buy some push-ups. Like, you know hey, what I'm talking about? Hey, push pops. There's your mind. Don't uh, touch push them, kid. Push pops. Uh, happy summer, kiddo. Um, you know, it's it, right, right. Well, I think no, I think as a parent, you you have a responsibility. You have a dude, and this is coming from me, who's not a parent, but I can still, still I can still say what's right. Uh, you have a responsibility to up to a certain point, age wise, mm-hmm. m- monitor what is best for your child. Like, mm-hmm. yes, at 
14, 15, you can, I mean, there are levels where the older they get, the further, it's like a sliding scale. Mm-hmm. You know, they go up, your yeah. your involvement weans back. And yeah. so, but at, at this age, at the tender age of two and a half, three years old, yeah, yeah you're going to want to, you're not just going to say, hey, here's the internet. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, no way. No. Like, because the big thing, I, I talked about this a long, I thought about this a long time ago, like when I was like a teenager and, the, you know, I heard some kids had like, parental blocks on the internet and the TV and stuff like that. And I was always like, I don't believe in that. But again, coming back to the thing is like, I don't want Natalie watching something that she's just not going to understand. Yeah. That might mess with her a little bit. Absolutely. Like I still, I don't think you're ever ready when you watch a porno, but I remember watching a porno for the first time when I think I was in seventh grade and it fucked with me hard. Did it? Yeah. Because I was like, I had seen some softcore stuff up to that point. Yeah. And I you know, the, I, the weekends where you get free Cinemax? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I think I understand how sex is. And then I watched this and I was like, Jesus Christ, this seems violent. Right. And it wasn't like, you know, anything awful. Oh, it was yeah. just sex. And I was just like. No, no, no. It was porn sex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was just <laughs> There's like, a big distinction. Yeah. But it wasn't like someone's like, ah, punch me in the face and choke right. me or whatever. It was it was your it typical was porn sex. Regular. Yeah. And I was just like. Huh. I, I remember American for, like, sex. for like three days, I felt just weird. Yeah, like yeah. borderline disturbed about what I had seen. Like I didn't want to watch it again. And then, of course, I got curious and I went back and I looked at it to the point where I'm like, I should probably not have this tape lying around. I should destroy it. And um, I thought you were going to say, I got, you know, I went back. I got curious. I went back. I watched it again and again <laughs> to the point where I was just frantically jerking to off. To the point where I literally had no more semen left in my little balls. Yeah. So. Um, my lower half, my entire lower half was dehydrated. It looked like a grape. Yeah, like my, like I was standing on two two, uh, two grapes attached to a tiny little twig. I lost five pounds, which is a lot. Right. <laughs> from just doing that. Just doing that. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like those sort of things. Like if you don't really understand like what's about to happen, it's you know, it, that's kind of how I feel about it. And it's it's not necessarily where I'm like, dude. If you're going to have your own phone at some point in time with access to the internet, you're going to find shit. Yeah. It's going to happen. Absolutely. And it was just interesting, too, because there's an amazing Black Mirror episode, which I won't give away too much. But the, the premise is that uh, this woman installs this technology into her child that allows her to essentially block out anything that's, like, inappropriate. So... If the kids seeing, watching anything on TV that's violent, it'll automatically blur it out, and like the 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 the, the audio yeah, will distort. Yeah. Or um, if someone's like talking about lewd sexual acts, it'll distort and everything like that. She won't be able to see it. Her mom can actually monitor from monitor her and everything she sees from that's an app. Creepy. And it was like the the concept of it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jill should watch this with me because the idea of like the mother does it with the right intentions. Because what what stems from this is right away in the episode, the girl uh, is on the playground, and then the mom looks away, looks back, and her daughter's gone, and she freaks out, and they eventually find her. Okay, yeah, no no harm, but she had just wandered off, and her mom was like, "This is fucked up. Like, yeah, I, I can't have this happen." And so they, she decides to install it so she could track where she is sure, at all yeah, times, yeah, yeah. and she could see everything. So you know, <laughs> for some reason, she's at work. Her I, her like app will alert her if something's like. You know, off or something like that, and she can be like, "Oh, cool!" and she can see where she is and everything like that. So it's it's made with right intentions, but obviously there's interesting sort of ways that that that, that goes. Yeah, and that's not the that's not the world I want to live in. No, for it's sure, it's not the world I want Natalie to live in because I'm also a firm believer of you've got to experience the world, and there's it shouldn't be a giant fucking shock when you turn 18. It's like, all right, you're on your own now, and I I've failed as a parent. If I lead you out into the world, I open the door and be like, "Go, go forth and and, and be a part of this world," and you're like fucking just shocked right by what you see like that's not that's not doing it the right, right to way. your core to the point where you're just frozen yeah, yeah you're you, gonna have stuff where you're like oh my god 
I have to go and I go into the nail salon and pick out, you know, nail polish for the first time and I've yeah. never done it. Like, yeah, there's going to be weird shit that you're going to figure out. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You know, like the first time you live with someone and you're like, oh, so me sitting in my underwear in the middle of the room picking my toes is weird. That's not that's not a socially acceptable thing. <laughs> Got it. Got and it. You'll figure that shit out. Yeah, yeah. But like to someone to walk out and be like, I, I'm in control of my entire day. I can do what I want and just like lose their fucking mind. Well, it's like the whole uh, the whole Amish when you turn yeah. what is it, 16, 18, 20, whatever the fuck it is, and and you get to go out and they have the for a year. You uh, get to is it a year? World. I think yeah. so. And yeah, so, like there's the story. Some of them just turn around, and come right back because they're like too much. Yeah, Can't, I'm overloaded. And some of them go. Oh boy, yeah. and they fucking lose their shit because, you know. And I'm sure some are fine, you know. But like most of them, it's a fucking culture shock because yeah. you there, it is there's, and especially nowadays with us being so interconnected mm-hmm. and having you know just access to everything, it is so easy to get. I mean, just I still to this day get overwhelmed. Yeah, and I'm I am acclimated to the to the world. So mm-hmm. you've got to set people up with enough to be able to deal with that, but you still need to progressively get them into that and yeah. not not just it, it can't be a i'm gonna throw you in when you're three mm-hmm. and it also can't be a i'm gonna hold off until you're 20 yeah and now good luck it's a balance man yeah. it, it, i know it's gonna be a struggle for me because i i want to make sure that natalie will be able to function because the most important thing for me is that i want natalie to be a valuable asset to the world sure i want her to be able to function i want her to be able to provide president. you're something. saying you want her to be president I don't you want her to be on. space Chancellor, space, <laughs> space Baron, space Baron, yeah, um, space Baroness, or Baron. I mean, either know, way, yeah. What, what we gotta do? Why we gotta have two different words? That's very true, right? Um, you know, I want her to be able to contribute to society, and you know, so I'm, I want her to be able to make those decisions, have some res- responsibility and freedom, learn what it means to, you know, uh, you know, to have those boundaries. What happens when you go past those boundaries? What consequences exist? Like you got to learn that shit and it sucks because there's always consequences. Yeah. And I'm sure you want to make sure that, you know, any parent wants to make sure that there's no, the kids don't get hurt and they don't, they don't feel like pain or suffering or, or the, the sting of it. But failure, we've talked about this very Mm -hmm. recently on the podcast. Failure is a fantastic learning tool. Mm -hmm. When, when, when the stakes are at the right level, you yeah, know, obviously, exactly. but like you, you kind of got to let your kids scrape the knee a little bit. And in, in, now in he's got a, plenty of scraped knees. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say in a, in a uh, physical sense and also in a metaphorical sense, you know, yeah. they've got to experience that. Well, that's the thing too, is like, we've been, I feel like we've done a pretty good job at this point of like when Natalie, we set bat- boundaries and then when she crosses them, we're like, you're getting one more chance and then cool. That's it. We're done. So no empty threats. No, yeah. I do not believe I strongly disagree with empty threats. I've seen it happen and it fucking inferior. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because I'm just like, look, you have to learn that. When you push the boundaries, there are consequences. There is a consequence for everything that you do, and it could be something minimal or it could be something major. And if that means that because you're not listening right now, then you're not you're not obeying mom and dad. You don't get to, you don't get story time before you go to bed. You go right to bed. Right, and that's it. You don't get stories or. You know, like if, if, if you aren't going to, if you're going to play around and fuck around with your food, cool, you're done eating. End of story. Adios. Right. Go wash up and go do something else. We're done. Yeah. You know, like it's as simple as that. Or, oh, if we're trying to play, which by the way, I don't know if I told you this, but she's lately been like, dad, dad, I want to play a game. We got our little kitty. Oh, you game. did tell me about that. Oh, yeah. And you were just like, first best. time she said it, you're like, oh, I was like, oh, so hold my things. I got to go play games. My child. <laughs> and uh, she's been doing that a lot lately. And she, she does pretty well for a little bit. And then she starts getting distracted. Sure. 
and she doesn't play the way that she's supposed to, and it's it's. If I can be completely, go ahead, Doug. Tell us. I can be completely honest. <laughs> I know right where this is going. I don't think you do. Jill loses her fucking mind. What? Yes, it is. I hilarious oh to me. i did Jill, not if you're see listening that. i love you but this is fucking hilarious because i just uh, in my head i just saw doug going no no that's not how it goes it's funny because that's how jill is because she'll sit there because oh, it's, it's, it's a little memory game where it's like you have like six uh circle cir- large circular cards yeah and they have like something on them like each different color is a different category like the blue category is like a bunch of food red category is animals or whatever sure and you put them face down and then there's these little square cards and Natalie will pull one and it'll be like okay can you find the horse and these six things and she'll go through and she tries to find them when she does yay we celebrate and then we go on from there but <laughs> she'll will get mad because sometimes Natalie's pretty good at it and sometimes she's not like sometimes she pulls it and she'll just start and she'll go all the way through until she finds them. And then when she pulls another one, she does the exact same thing. And Jill's like, you just looked there. You know that's not where it is. Like you know where this is. So she likes the pattern of going through from now start it's just to like, – yeah. She's not understanding that it's like the goal is that you need to guess where it is. Remember, in, in yeah. As few of moves as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like – and Jill will like, hey, you've looked at this one every single time we pull one out. You know that's the cookie. You know that's the cookie. That's not what we're looking <laughs> – and I, it's very, it's very so amazing. I sit there from the side because I'm like, I feel like this should be me. <laughs> it really should. But it's 100% not. Like That's when we're playing, so I'm like, whatever, you're fucking two. You don't get it yet. Like, I love it. She just doesn't get it. And the fact that she's like, my favorite part is when she will choose one incorrectly on purpose. I go, is that the right one? And she goes, no. <laughs> and she puts it back down. I was like, you fucking shit. Like, I love it. Uh, but Jill is just, I oh, think part of it is funny. just like, Jill's like, I am not in the mood. And not the mood to have you fuck around like this. Yeah. And, and it's so funny It's to me because she'll look at me. She's like, I can't do this right now. Like, she's like, I just don't have the patience. This is supposed it's to be been fun. Very it's fun. not fun. And I want to go on the record by saying Jill's not always like this. Oh, not at all. It's just yeah. happened a Which couple times. Which is why it's funny. It's fucking yeah. hilarious to Which me. Which is why it's if you know her, that, that yeah. makes it even funnier because that's so not. That's you. Yeah, like, it is. Not, yeah. It is. It's a complete like, role reversal. Like, this is so funny. That's so good. It's so entertaining because you thought it was going to be me, right? Absolutely, I said that. yeah. I'm like, Doug, I know where I'm this like, is going. 100% I'm like, and I was like, I don't think you do. Uh, and it's very entertaining. But like, you know, the other night she was uh, fucking around and she wasn't, she was like pulling out multiple cards from Jill and then she was stepping on the stuff because we're also trying to teach her like we respect our things. You oh, know, yeah, we don't for just sure. destroy what we have. And, uh, you know, we were like, hey, are you done? She's like, no. I was like, well, then you need to play. And she wouldn't do it. So we're like, fine, game's over. And she starts crying. We put everything up. We pack it away. And we're like, that's it. Good, yeah. And she was just sobbing. I go, Natalie, if you you got to listen. Like, we gave you plenty of chances. If you're not going to do this, we're going to put it away. We're going to be done. We're yeah. done. We're done right now. We can play again tomorrow. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, we can't keep saying, are you done? No. And then you fuck around some more. You're learning that, like, I can just lie. Right. Or I can just say what I want to get what I want. No. Yeah. That's not how There's no consequence. Again, you're teaching you're teaching yeah. uh, respect consequences. You know, yeah. the, the whole the very base level stuff of and, – and I think that's the other big thing is that, you know, teaching the kid, like, you know, we're not – you're not in trouble. Mm-mm. We're not mad. It's not the rest of the night's not ruined. It's just we're done with yeah. this. We can go and we can have fun doing something else. This is done though. And yeah. I think that's a huge that's a huge lesson, you know, to yeah. be learned and yeah. I think my weakness is that well my strength and my weakness is I treat her like a human, like an adult, sure. meaning that like I communicate with her like I'm not like, "Oh, hey, do good BBB." Right. I'm like, "Hey, Natalie, Here's the situation. This is what we're doing. And I right. try to keep an even tone and stuff like that. When she's doing something wrong, I'll pull her aside and I'll say, hey, 
this is what's this is what happened. This is what you're doing. This is what we got to do. Okay, yeah. do you understand? And you know, she'll nod yes or no. She probably doesn't really understand. But I talk to her yeah. like that. But the problem is sometimes I I think I'm a little too. Uh, like, like when you're explaining how pivot tables work. Exactly. Right. You know, look, the value of pi is 3.14 and it goes on forever. Right. right? And it's something that you got to use, unfortunately, for stupid shit to figure out the radius and the circumference of circles and shit like that. Natalie, you when, you're, when you're solving for x. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important that you <laughs> solve for x. Solve for x. Uh, sometimes I think I, I, I need to put in perspective that she is just a little bit over two. Right. And she doesn't fully so understand what I'm doing. maybe you do need to pull it back just Pull it back a, a little bit yeah. sometimes. But, but, I'm very, but I'm also very clear. I'm like, hey, look, you, you know, you keep doing this and we're done right i'm right. not like no you have yeah. <laughs> violated the rules right yeah the key tenets of this household and now i will take away right your blankets yeah you know and now punishment shall rain down yeah. upon thee yeah well, i think some of the best fathers i've i've, I've witnessed uh in recent like it, with with our generation coming mm-hmm. into fatherhood some of the best that i've i've seen uh from our generation uh is are those who will pull because i've seen people lose their shit on their kid and i've seen a couple uh, guys uh, and, and girls, but I, specifically, it seems I've, I've witnessed this with with uh, a lot, some guy friends where they'll pull the kid aside, and it's it's not this big to do where they're embarrassing yeah. the kid and yeah. every, they're calling him out and everyone is is watch me shame the child yeah. shame shame like it, yeah. that's not they pull him aside and they whisper to them yeah. and it's very hushed and it's very like very close and very. Yeah. This is why, you know, you, mm-hmm. like if you don't stop, we're going to have an issue and this and this and this and yeah. this and this. Are, are you good? Okay. Go back to playing. And if it happens again, they'll pull them aside and go, okay, here's why we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And it's very, it's just the two of them. Yeah. And it's a very intimate, like, uh, very, very intimate moment between them mm-hmm. where everyone else is not concerned with it. Yeah. It's the, the, the child and the parent. Yeah. And they're having, they're having a moment. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, that to me shows both respect to the child and mm-hmm. it teaches the child it's it's okay to like I'm not in giant trouble and I don't have to be embarrassed about doing something yeah. wrong. I just need to stop doing the thing wrong. Yeah, Jill busted me for shaming Natalie one time. Did you? Yeah, and I felt really bad about it because I was, she was 100% right. Yeah. But like Natalie, I'd given her some salami because I got to teach her the finer things in life. I mean, fuck yeah. And she was like, she was sitting on the stairs with the carpet and she was like stepping on it, like putting it on the floor and stepping on it. I was like, all right, you're done. And I picked him up. I threw him when I came back. I'm like, that is disgusting. <laughs> And Jill goes, you don't need to shame her, okay? Right. And I was like, <laughs> I put my head down and walked away. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Point was served. I need to come back and be like, that was gross. Yeah. You're grossy. You're you a, know? you're a, you're an icky little kid. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, need to, didn't need to do that at all. But I was like, I think part I of it was mad. face in the carpet where she did it. Yeah. I think part of it was just, I'm like, you're wasting salami. You don't really like salami. I think that's what the, <laughs> that's what the key that, is. And like, don't eat shit off the carpet. It's gross. Right. Like, don't do that. There's cat like, hair there. Don't like, do that. Ah, yeah. Don't do that, you know? Yeah. No, that, yeah. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the moment, did, were you able to accept the fact that that Jill kind of called you out? On I was butt hurt. Well, of course you were. Yeah. I was like, yeah. ah, and then I was like, yeah, that wasn't a good thing that I right. did at all. Thank you. For That's how I'm choosing to rear the. Ch- I yeah. I didn't. You you. Sh- all right. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you've got nothing to stand on. I just like walked away and yeah. was like <laughs> being all all pouty about it. But then I was like later, <laughs> on, I was like, you're 100 percent right. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. Need to do yeah. That. But uh, speaking of kids, I kind of want to wrap things up. I don't, yeah. I don't know how we're doing on time here, but um, I want to. We're uh, like two and a half hours in. Nice. Uh, so uh, I have a, I have kind of an interesting story. I think you might appreciate this. Lay it on me. Uh, so this past weekend, uh, uh, Jill and I went to. Um, God, was it? It seems like this was a lifetime ago. <laughs> Does it? It's how long this fucking week has been. Yeah. Because uh, Father's Day was last weekend. Yes. Oh fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then I'm in the same time zone. Um, 
So uh, we went back to uh, Polo. Yes. To go hang out with uh, Jill's uh, sister, middle sister, and uh, her family and stuff like that. And they do something every year called uh, Town and Country Days where they have this little carnival downtown okay, yeah. and everything like that. And it was hot as balls. Yep. It was so hot. It was so gross. It was so disgusting. Humid and sticky. And oh, it was just the fucking worst. And uh, I was just sweating so bad. Yep. None of these details are important. Front but knees. I, just, I feel like it needs to just yeah. be said. Guys, picture Doug standing there. Yeah. And picture little beads of sweat just pooling and dripping down the front of his knee. And right under my boobs. Right. Um, but it's funny because Jill took a picture. Salty. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, like kind of like, mur- like not super clear, but not cloudy, like just a little murky. Yeah. It looked like that kind of lemonade you get in some of those vitamin water bottles. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where you can almost see through it, but not really. Yeah. And when not you sure taste why. it, you're like, is this sweat or is this lemonade? Yeah. Um, but Jill took a picture of me at one point, like hauling Natalie in a wagon and then like my shirt's wet. I'm like, that's not because she was playing in the pool. It's because I'm fucking sweating like real bad. <laughs> um, but we go up to uh, the carnival and I mean, it's. It's what you'd think from a small town carnival yep. as far as like who's yep. operating the stuff and everything. I felt bad for those guys too. I was like, woof. Oh, I can't even imagine having this to sucks. stand on that. Um, but, you know, there was all these different rides and, and Natalie was definitely had an interest in it, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I'm like, man, if only you could go to Disney World now, I bet you'd like it even more. Yep. Um, oh, what six months makes when you're at that age. <laughs> um, so she was having a blast and uh, Jill's uh, middle sister, she has uh, uh, two, two boys. One's... Uh, three and the others uh i think almost two and uh the three-year-old um goes over to one of the games which is why i was trying to steer natalie away from because i'm like we're not doing any of these fucking games right right and it was like a basketball all the rigged hoop. ones and i was just like i don't don't want her to because at one point she was over there i like i you know me i don't do well with awkward situations uh-huh, and yeah, i feel yeah. like as these people are trying to sell to us why we should play the games it's super uncomfortable for me because i don't want to do it i'm like yeah right. i don't i don't want to give you money um, at one point, Natalie was over there with Jill, and I was like, yeah, let's just not go over there. Let's go somewhere else. Um, fortunately, Natalie's at the age where she's just curious, but she's not like, you know, like, I want to do this or whatever. She's just curious. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, cool. Uh, but Jill's uh, middle sister, uh, she has two boys, and one of them was three, and he saw this one that had a basketball hoop, and he was all, just runs up there, gets up there. He's into basketball. I don't know. He was just, he's just a, yeah, he's a young just, he's boy. He's a boy. He wants yeah, to he get into wants stuff. To do yeah, it, so I get he's it. over yeah. there, and. And, and uh, her sister's like, oh, you know, hey. And, the guy, of course, the carny is, you know, all about it. And I'm not saying carny like a derogatory term. I feel He's, like you are, though. He was a carnival worker. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there thing. was there was some subtext there. And um, so he goes up and he wants to play the game or whatever. And this kid, he, can, he can't even get to the – like, the thing is, like, super low to the ground. He yeah, can't even get yeah. up on anything and everything like that. And so the guy's like, you know, he's, he's, he's mentioning stuff to them. And he's speaking in some sort of, like – Terms and phrases that I don't really understand. Is he speaking carny talk? I don't know. Whatever and, and stuff like that. So at some point, the guy kept saying, you got to hit three to win a prize. He goes, you got to get 15 to get a prize. Each one's five. And we're like, okay. So, okay, so, so each so, basket so, is five basket, five points, and you have to hit three of yeah, them? Okay. So I was like, all right, so 15 points. All right, fair enough. So, um, you Why don't know, you just make each basket one point? You got three points. I don't know. Yeah, But exactly. whatever. Okay. Yeah, so... So, not uh, our rules, her, not our carnival. Hey, whatever. Her son, so her son goes and he, he takes one, doesn't get it. And so he's like, you got to get three if you, because there was like a Ninja Turtle stuffed animal or sure, something like yeah. that. So she calls uh, her husband over and she's like, hey, I need you to hit three so we can get this. And he's like, all right, out of the way. Here comes LeBron, you know. And so like he, he shoots one and misses and then he hits one. And the guy's like, all right, that's five. And then he, sh- he hits another one. He goes, all right, that's five. He goes, 
you know, five and five is what? <laughs> and like, wait, like he's asking? No, he's like, five and five is what? And then he, everyone, he, the husband goes, 25? He's like, no, it's 10. He's like, I don't know what we're doing right now. <laughs> so he hits the third one. He gets 15. He's like, woo, LeBron James right here. And the her son goes and gets the, the toy. And she's like, oh, man, that was good stuff. Way to go. Everyone's high five and yeah. everything like that. So she hands the guy the 20 to play for the game, and the guy goes, all right, thank you. And she goes, I gave you a 20. He goes, I know. And she goes, where's my change? He goes, no, it was five for him, pointing to her son, and three for him. It's 15 plus five is 20. So what he was saying was each shot is $5. What? And you have to hit three to get a prize. She paid $20 for a Ninja Turtle stuffed animal. Oh, what? And I immediately, I was like. Each shot is $5? Yeah, he was not very clear on that Woof. at all. Woof. We were all like, she goes, are you serious? Like she, I immediately was like, dude, I started walking away. I'm like, I can't be a part of this conversation. It's too awkward. Oh my God, that's amazing. But we were all, see, it's so funny that you went like, what, five points? That's yeah. weird. Why am I making three? I was thinking the same fucking thing. Yeah. I'm like, why are these worth five points? This is so weird. That's not even like in real basketball. This is crazy. Oh, dude, you got Five gotta... bucks a shot? No. And you have to get three to get a prize. Right. Who Which in their means right that mind minimum, would... you're paying $15 to get any shitty prize that's up there. Yeah. And so she looked down. She goes, we just paid $20 for the Ninja Turtle. I'm like, yeah, but can you really put a price on <laughs> memories? <laughs> I cut the tension, thankfully, with that one. Did, I made did, at least did she laugh or yeah. did she haul off and no, slug she, you? No, she laughed hard. Because... <laughs> Either one would yeah. have been an appropriate response. And I kind of gave him shit a little bit for the rest of the weekend. I was like, you know, at least I didn't spend 20 bucks on that guy. Like, that guy, <laughs> better take good care of that one. No, that oh, cost 20 bucks. No. Like, you know, like, just very, like. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for them. I'd I have felt, been so pissed. I was like, wow. That oh, was I would have really, been so pissed. And what an awkward situation to basically be like, you just fucked me over on yeah. this for 20 bucks. And I'll, I can't really say no, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Here's the, here's the, here's the other side of it, though, <laughs> is that he did a great job with his job. <laughs> like yeah. he, he got, he got the money. Yeah. Cause there's no signs up or anything no. telling you what's what, you know, it's like, he just, I wonder if he assesses on the fly well, and changes shit. Something to consider too, is it was so fucking hot. There wasn't a lot of people there. Yeah. So this guy was probably like, I got to get whatever I can get. Who that's knows true. if it was really five bucks a shot. I mean, he, but, but like, and that's the thing. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that part of the carnival or if he owns that and leases it out to the, so like is, is, Everything he makes based off of the number of players on the That's game. You know what I question. mean? Like, I don't know. So he could be, yeah, he could have just been in dire straits and gone, how can I make this as confusing as possible? Because for the most part, you know, when you go to those places at like Six Flags or any like legitimate place, they have it listed what the what the price yeah, is. Absolutely, and yeah. Like, hey, it's this much, do that. And Three shots for 12 bucks or, every, yeah. Everything is out there in the open. There's no clear designation for a reason right they speak quickly and things like that to be like carny talk and that's why it was like five is five and five is what like that was his way of saying like i'm telling you how much this costs but it was like that's why he's like 25 he's like no it's 10 i'm like oh so we're adding not multiplying okay i got you he's like five and five is what i was like i don't what do you what do you get this is weird right and everyone felt the same thing as like i'm just dumb i don't get this but nobody did i was like well played you asshole (laughs) you fucking cocksucker (laughs) So yeah, that was five it was and five is what, and green is pink, except when you're upside down. Ooh, Ooh. and then he just like pff, disappears. <laughs> He's like, this guy's not was really that? blue. It's just the way we interpret it. Was that an imp? <laughs> He's like, 
have to say my real name. <laughs> Poof, disappears. <laughs> but he still gives the Ninja Turtle. He's like, ah, what you wanted? <laughs> Poof. <laughs> Enjoy your $20 Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Um, that is. I thought you'd enjoy that story. Ter- I love that story. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. That's terrible. Mostly I, because like it makes me want to go to a carnival just to just to witness this kind of shit. Well, there's one going on been... in Downers Grove right now. So really, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my imp, my imp catching gloves. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, common imp names. <laughs> <laughs> I come ready, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Plixit. No, <laughs> like shit. <laughs> Oh, that's five. Ah, see you later. That's five. Wait, five dollars a guest? No, wait. Oh, fuck. I yeah. didn't. Five and five is what? Ten? Right. No, it's twenty-five. <laughs> well done, imp. Well, well played, done. you fucking bastard. Uh, yeah. You so would, you would nymph. It was very, very interesting. But the, the thing that struck me was like, as soon as it got like awkward, I was like, I just started walking away. I was like, I can't literally be in the in the in the vicinity. Yeah. Of this awkward discussion because it, I feel so uncomfortable. That. I mean, you don't handle. Awkwardness. You've never, in the years that I've you, known you, ever yeah. handled awkwardness well. Even watching it on the screen. Like, if you're watching a video, a movie, a mm-hmm. TV show that's got a very awkward scene in it, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you physically squirm. Yeah. I've seen you be like, ah, you used I can't. to do that. Yeah. When we worked together, you'd be like, Doug, I want you to watch this video. And I was like, dude, I can't. Yeah. like, no, you have to. And I'm like, I don't want to. Oh, I would, I would try yeah. to find the worst shit to make you watch. Yeah. There's, Which is funny to me that you would go down the path of watching all those, like, people calling people out, stolen valor, because those are awkward. Uh, but the thing is, like, there's justice involved. That's with that. fair. Yeah. That's, that's the fair. thing. But even then, I do struggle with that a little bit. Do you? Like, it's, it's still not, like, 100% yeah. like, cool. Like, I'm like, because it is kind of uncomfortable. But you know how there's, like, you know, if you laugh, you lose compilation. Oh, yeah. There's cringe compilations oh i would not I'm like, like ones like people get hurt and things i don't like know that. about that but it's it's like awkward like situations as a compilation it's like try not to cringe really because it's that uncomfortable i'm like i don't think i could do that i might have to look one of those up at some point yeah I that might be a, might have a fun one, one. Up. um i would i will say that uh going to the carnival mm. is is a lot of fun mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like it's a t- you, you can you can be uh, you know trying at times especially mm-hmm. if you get taken by a little imp Mm-hmm. But uh, it can be a lot of fun. One of the things uh, that some carnivals have that is a ton of fun. I don't know if you've ever seen this. There. I think I have. I think I've heard of it. What do you know? What it's called? I think it's called Le Throwdown. Le Throwdown. They're very French at the carnivals. Absolutely. Well, specifically with Le Fro- Le Throwdown. Le Fro. Le Throwdown. Yeah. Le Throwdown. It, it's just <laughs> hairstyles. Is all it is. Uh, yeah, no. Like if you've ever been to a carnival and there's people straight up murdering each other, mm-hmm. it's a good carnival. It means you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Yes. Yeah, that's the kind of carnival where you're not gonna mind losing money because you don't want to die. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so today's throwdown uh, is I, th- I thought this would be a fun one today. Um, it's a salad throwdown, and we're gonna put romaine lettuce up against kale. And I wish to God I was filming this because when, where are you going? <laughs> Doug, Doug, wait, come back. Hold on, wait, where? come back. I had to take a picture. Wait, one more, one more. There it is. All right, we'll post that picture. Uh, it might be blurry because I've been very excited. I wish I recorded that because Haig and I were talking today. And he goes... Well, of course, Haig was involved. Yeah, absolutely. Haig, he goes, we're, I don't know how... I take got, it back, Haig. <laughs> Fuck you for listening. <laughs> I don't know how we got on the topic of doing a... a like, he goes, you just need to do something Doug hates. I go, I'll do a salad throwdown. He goes, perfect. 
And I go, I said, here's the thing though. I said, Doug won't buy into it. I said, what he's going to do is he's going to immediately take his headphones off, set them on the table and walk. And (laughs) if you, the listener could have witnessed everything that happened, it was, I could have painted you a picture of exactly what just happened. And I'll vouch for that. I did just that. I took my headphones uh, off and I fucking walked away. Slowly put them down. When I mimed this to Hague, it was a slow put down Mm -hmm. and a frustrated walk away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was exactly it. Yep. So Kale versus uh, Romain, go. No, I'm not going to make you do that. <laughs> Kale, because it's healthier? Actually, greener. Romaine has more uh, health benefits, I found out. I have not verified that. Someone just, to- <laughs> Someone just told me that. I think Abraham Lincoln said it. I Look, read it. I read it on a meme. All I know is that people are like, hey, kale's the best. You should have a kale shake, and there's kale chips and stuff like that. K- so- now, here's the thing. Kale chips done well, not too bad. Because all you can taste is the salt and garlic. Mm. Again, when done well. When done well. Anyways, uh, I want to do a Carney throwdown. <sighs> I think that really took the wind out of my sails. I'm so doing sorry, <laughs> but not really. I know that was fun. Um, you're welcome, Hag. Ugh. Anyway, uh, now we don't have to pay him for the Chinese food that he bought today. I was going to pay him back, but that was his payback. There you go. Perfect. You're welcome. You're welcome, you Hag. Fucking bastard. <laughs> so uh, I. I've been kind of racking my brain uh, in the last 10 minutes trying to figure out uh, who we could put up, what kind of carny we could put against each other, or mm-hmm. who we could put against a carny. And I was thinking, uh, I was thinking, what if you did a, uh, like a, like a small town carny like that? Like almost like I a, think they like prefer the term entertainment gypsies. Sure. So an entertainment gypsy, <laughs> read carny, uh, <laughs> against an actual. Like big top circus, uh, like someone who who runs around in the audience and kind of like does mm-hmm. does little like tricks and shows, and you've got to pay for those things. Is that a fair one? I want. I don't know who I can put against a carny that would be that would be a, a formidable foe. I don't know how to do this without being insulting to carnival people either. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, what's the equivalent of a carny? And I was like, that's not a good way to go. <laughs> no. At all. No. I kind of want to hear where your where your mind went. No, I don't like that <laughs> at all. Well, maybe we'll do this. We'll try this one out there. Let's imagine it's like 95 degrees outside and just humid as fuck like it was just recently. Sure. And you've got a 19-year-old working at Six Flags versus the the guy who, who did the basketball con. Uh, and they're both there's, – there's, there's been no one. They're both working some sort of like game, yeah, yeah, some sort of place, yeah. all right. And uh, there's been no one. They both want some sweet money, and they can't leave. They cannot leave and go home, and they cannot get out of this fucking heat <clears throat> until they earn twenty bucks from somebody. Okay. So I, one one person comes by, yeah, and they have twenty bucks, and they want to play one game. Okay, they only play one game. And are they murdering the person? And what they want is like they're they're both trying hard to sell why they should play that game. It okay. starts getting heated. Yeah, you know, one one point, you know. The, uh, the 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 basketball con guy is calling the other guy a little twerp, right? And then that guy just amps it up <clears throat> and says, "Hey, fuck you, right, pal." And then the guy's like, "I'm not your pal." He's you're like, saying, "You saying pal? 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 Powell? Pal? P a u w u l? Powell? P a l, baby? Okay, sounds like you're saying Powell. It's like fuck you, pal. All right, pal. And then <laughs> he's like, "Listen here, you little you little shit, right?" He's like, I've been doing this longer than you being live. He's like, yeah, I know. And you fucking suck at it. Powell. Powell. Is his name Powell? His name's John Powell. Okay, cool. Yeah, John Michael Powell. Right. And uh, 
and they just start escalating to the point where it's hot. So already their patience is running thin. Yeah. They've just been staring down at each other down for a while because oh, someone's yeah. trying to come in. It's a hot and, stairs. It's a hot stairs. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you, I'm getting out of here. And they just, it comes to, to blows. Okay. So they're blowing each other. He's <laughs> like, That's man, hot. if you come over here and give me 20 bucks, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> you can go. You can make the money. I just need to go home. Just say, I'll suck your dick, man. <laughs> it's so hot. Shoot the baskets for 20 bucks and I suck your dick. Like, you know, I just, I want, I want to go home. The guy's like, oh, I'll stick a finger up your butt. So, yeah. All right. So they're, they're angry. They're, they're frustrated. They're frustrated. They're starting to the ta- give, they're starting to lob insults at each other. Give, we should give we should give the nineteen year old like uh, one of the games like what is he doing? He's, know, he's doing uh, he's doing the guess your weight or age thing. All right, he's doing the guess your weight thing. Is that that's comparable? Sure. Because basketball, it's not like it's a lethal thing. Well, I was gonna do like a ring like the okay. ring toss. Ring toss again like the okay. melt cartons. You know. Sure. 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 Ah, or or or, or it's the uh, the throwing the baseballs at the the milk bottles. Okay. Because one of them has a basketball, one of them has a baseball. Okay. So both right. balls, sports-oriented. Right. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. So, okay. All right. I like it. They're very similar. It's an apples-to-apples apples comparison. It's an apples-to-apples apples comparison. So, uh, it's getting it's getting wild and crazy and out of control. And, um, you know, so here they are. They're coming to blows. Um, right out of the gate, I'm going to give uh, Carnival Man a big edge. I would absolutely agree with that. For one reason... Uh, He's been doing this for a while, and probably he's, he's, has a reason he's why he's 19. doing it for a while. So <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's an adult who is doing who's conning people in a basketball game in a carnival because he needs the money, right? And so there's that. And not knocking that profession, but a lot of people don't do that because they really enjoy doing it. I, I'm not trying to generalize. It's just like, why are you so afraid of carnival people? <sighs> I don't. <laughs> Ah! That movie was kind of weird. Have you never seen a Stephen King book? Right, it's insane. Uh, no, there's something about I, I don't I don't trust the way in which those things are put together. Yeah, these things are taken down and put up all the time. You see, like they're so spray you, painted weirdly to like differentiate the like it's the same ride, but it's always called something different depending on the crew that puts it up. Right, right. So are you saying that you're concerned that if you insult them, they're going to find one that you're going to and put you on a ride that's poorly constructed? No, I just I I, I look at that. I'm like, if you're not taking care of this equipment, people could die. Because you're just like, fuck it. I got to be here. <laughs> Truth. $5 a shot. So, know? again, that guy, man. That guy's seen he's some dangerous. shit. He's dangerous. That guy's seen some shit. He's dangerous. Whereas the This ninth, is not the first person he's killed this today. Not, exactly. This is not yeah. the first person he's had to fight to, to go home. For 20 bucks. Now, I'd also say that the 19-year-old is probably, like, super frustrated. And they're probably not very good with their emotions. Yes. So, so they're, they're going to be on tilt. They're going to be on tilt, but that also might work in their favor. Sure. We've seen this before. Where they can just be like, yeah, fuck you. And they probably are pretty spry. Now, I will also say that if I have a choice of a handful of baseballs versus Mm -hmm. a handful or an armful of basketballs, I'm probably going to choose the baseballs. Yeah. That's also something to consider. I think the the carnival man with basketballs is a huge disadvantage. Right. Not to say that if you whip a basketball at someone, it's not going to hurt a little bit. It's not going to hurt that much. But... Uh, you know, it baseballs hurt more. No, I mean, unless he's smart and he uses that as a way of like to deflect any baseballs that come his way. Sure, dodgeball rules. Yeah, he's just kind of like yeah. boom, bing, boom. bing. Yeah. Um, but even then, if that kid lands a baseball on him, 
That's yeah. going to hurt, man. Watch your dick because he's yeah. going to be aiming for the dick. Or if he hits him in the head. Like, right. If you hit someone in the head with a basketball, it's going to bounce off because they're meant to bounce. Bas- right. Baseballs are not meant to bounce. That's very true. So I feel now, like. In, in fairness, I've seen some baseball in my life. And when the guy with the stick gets hit with the ball from the guy who's on the hill, it bounces. It does. Yeah. Bounces off in a very painful way. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Yeah, but they still walk to the the white thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say uh, weapon advantage to uh, the teenager. Absolutely. Um, and I'd say that they're probably feisty enough where they're like, dude, I just want to fucking go home. I don't want to be here. I don't give a shit about this job. Right. So they're like, just let me go home so I can get the fuck out of here and, and whatever. Although I also look at them being like, fuck it, I'm just going to leave. But they can't. That's the whole point. Right. No, you can't. Yeah. They can't leave. They're walled in. Yeah. Yeah. So I give I would give the advantage to the teenager in the sense of um, I think initially they're going to have some advantages a with their weapons. Yep, absolutely. I'm assuming they only have like three baseballs. Sure, we'll we'll say that they're they're uh, th- there are three readily accessible. Mm-hmm. There's more, but you gotta you've got to get to them. Yeah, so yeah. we'll just say he has three, and so um, he, he he has that, and I think he has speed, right, and sprightness, but a little I bit of youth. I feel like Carnival Man has the experience. Well, this is a guy who probably has a knife in his boot. I was going to say, yes, he's got baseballs, but Carnival Man is not without. He's not bereft of weapons. Exactly. Like he's he's got fucking weapons. Somehow that kid is going to end up hanging from the basketball hoop. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, and I don't know how he gets up there. That's yeah. how this ends, though. Exactly. Is is the guy goes five dollars. And the kid is put through the hoop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> five and five is what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. owe me five, kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I think I feel like the carnage. As much just as we're got trying to break resources. this down, that guy has been through enough, has seen enough that he's just gonna be like, No bullshit, you're right. done. I know uh, I know the quickest way to have you bleed out. Like, he's a guy that knows that shit. Because oh, he's yeah. seen it happen multiple times. He's had to put an elephant down before. Exactly. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, hands down, Carnival Man wins it. Carnival Man for the win! Woo, woo, woo! Yay! We did it, guys. Guys, we just murdered a 19-year-old. Yep. It happens. Every day. <laughs> In Trump's America. Oh, here we go. Just kidding. Kinda. Are we um, going into hour two of this? Here we go. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, thank you, Justin. Hey, Doug. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you want to shout out this week? Oh, boy. Bleed, 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 bleed. Uh, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember. Nice. Yeah. I there's I'm the, Watch the newsroom. I really wish that show was still fucking on. Yeah. What? If you haven't seen it, or if you haven't seen it in a while, um, watch it. It's... A amazing show absolutely fantastic i love it that's awesome yeah um i i recently bought a uh, an album by the, the the band dance gavin dance uh they have a an album bossy. i think it's called is it artificial intelligence or artificial is it a local band is it a uh, national artificial band? selection okay they're called uh they're not a local band but i just kind of stumbled across them uh about maybe a month ago and uh i'm kind of obsessed with them right now uh, it's weird because <clears throat> the way I would describe him is if Bruno Mars had a uh, screamo uh, rock band with some funk aspects. You have my attention. Yeah. This you g- absolutely have my attention. There's a lead singer and then there's like a guy that screams and the uh, the rhythm and the guitar, it gets into some funky stuff, but also at the same time it goes rock and punk at the okay. same time. And I'm like, they actually did a cover to, uh, that's the, what, what is it? Uh that's what I like 
by Bruno Mars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, this guy sounds a lot like Bruno Mars. Like he's got a really, he's got a very high register in his yeah. voice, but it's fucking good. Like, All right, really I'm good. into it. I'm into so it. So there's a couple of, of stuff, and it's like I'm not always huge into like the screamo stuff. I like it in small s- snippets. Sure. Um, but there's some times where I'm like, God damn, that's like pretty funky and pretty cool, and I really enjoy it. So check it out, Dance Gavin Dance, Artificial Selection. It's their in- new album that just came out. I'm uh, into it. I record. I re- definitely recommend it. It's yeah. worth, worth checking out. Uh, that being said, uh, guys, you can find us on Facebook. Look for us there. Our page is there. We're also on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. We're also on Instagram at MindGapPodcast. So feel free to reach out to us just like the lovely, uh, lo- lovely Jared did. I almost called him Jacob. Jared. It's not. It's not. It's Jared. And if your name is Jacob, feel free to reach out to us so that statement can be true. Yes. And uh, Justin also exists in the digital realm. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, and Spotify. On Spotify. You can review us. You can subscribe to us. Uh, in the reviews, tell people what they're getting into, what, what kind of ride they're in for. Uh, a fun one is the answer to that mm-hmm. question. Uh, you can also share us. Uh, the only way that we uh, we we grow and get bigger is uh, with soft whispers in our ear and also sharing. Yes. Um, you can uh, if 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 this topic or if any topic that we uh, talk about, you're like, I got a friend who loves carnivals yeah. and they would really love to hear about this. Share the episode with them. Do you work at a carnival? Let us know what it's like. Right. And then share the episode with all of your carnival friends. Yes. You know? And then don't come after us. Please. Um, it, look, it's okay that Doug hates carnies. It, don't hold it against him. Just I, don't. I, I don't hate you. TooEastEighth.com slash MindGap and TooEastEighth.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever is the other podcast I do every Monday with Milos recorded right here at Elephant, Elephant Castle, Castle 185 North Wabash. Yay! I hope you all have a stellar week and just know that Justin and Doug love you, just not like that. Mind Gap Podcast.